Get inside the game from every angle. It's Rugby Direct with Elliot Smith, powered by Newstalk ZB. Welcome into Rugby Direct, Newstalk ZB's rugby podcast. My name is Elliot Smith. I am Newstalk ZB's All Blacks rugby commentator. And yes, it is summer. This is a summer edition of Rugby Direct. We can't leave rugby too far in the rearview mirror. It is New Zealand. After all, and over summer, we bring you some different interviews to keep your rugby appetite sated until we get into Super Rugby Pacific around mid-February. Of course, draw pending on that front. But there is big rugby events to come in 2022. The 2021 Rugby World Cup being one of them. Uh, it was scheduled, of course, for the latter part of the year in New Zealand, but it was cancelled um, due to COVID, like so many other things. So the women instead will play in 2022. The final will be at Eden Park, concentrated uh, over three venues in New Zealand. Uh, there's been a bit of consternation about that for sure. But I caught up with the tournament director, Michelle Hooper, to gauge how she's feeling and how she looks back on what has been a tricky 2021 and what's in store for 2022. I began by asking her how she looks back on 2021. Well, it's a really fascinating question. I mean, I think the second year in for dealing with the global pandemic, it's been a really interesting one. Um, when I reflect on it, I think like, how far away, you know, the beginning of the year was, it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, so my husband works in the America's Cup and I obviously work on Rugby World Cup. And uh, the number one memory I have is that, you know, the opening mat- or first match day of um, the America's Cup or race day one, World Rugby sent out the release of the confirmation of the postponement of our tournament uh, for Rugby World Cup 2021 to postponing it to 2022. And I just think, um, you know, from two biggest days of our professional sports careers, but worlds apart and under the same roof. Um, and I think that really just epitomises kind of what has been going on in this major event space um, for everybody and so much in our profession over the last over the last two years, really, in terms of upsets because of the, the pandemic. Um, and I think at that point, you know, one one of the things that was happening um, on reflection was, you know, we were um, pedalling very hard. We had to keep both scenarios alive, you know, a postponement scenario and a um, that we were working through the detail of what that might look like, but also, you know, delivering the tournament this year and pushing very hard to ensure we had all the plans in place and, you know, that we're making all the decisions that we needed to. So I think when that decision was made um, on the 15th of March and the press release was put out, um, you know, I think on reflection, thank goodness that it was postponed because, you know, then I look forward to, you know, the last couple of months and, you know, the dates that the tournament would have been on this year. The week the teams were due to arrive here in New Zealand, the full country went into level four lockdown um, and Auckland has been in that, you know, 100 days of lockdown since. So, you know, that would have meant the absolute cancellation of the tournament. And I think about, you know, what the future looks like for the event in that extra 13 months that we've had and how much fabulous opportunity um, and really positive things have happened in the women's rugby space. Yeah, and I, I guess that, that, that decision to postponement, uh, how quickly can you, I guess, uh, I suppose, not, not grieve necessarily, but go, all right, well, we've got to change focus now and get to, to 2022 and, and dust yourself off and, uh, and keep going towards uh, a changed finish line? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, and it's been, um, I mean, I've always prided myself on rising to the occasion when challenges happen. You know, I guess it's one of my strengths and, you know, problem solving ability. So, you know, I, I think that I feel like that's my expert skill set comes to the fore. Um, but, you know, when you've got to take people on that journey with you, you have to go through all the kind of cancellation requirements or, or you know, contract variations. And then, you know, there's obviously the, the grief that obviously the teams all went through in terms of, oh, it's not going to happen this year, it's next year. And I really felt for them because, you know, when you're a high performance athlete and you have to 
then think about sustaining that performance and, and getting match fit again in another 13 months time it's it's a really difficult situation but you know our confirmate you know our role is obviously the tournament and making sure that that can be delivered and that it's going to be the best showcase of women's rugby globally. So, um, you know, I was pretty quick to change gears and, and refocus on, on that and making sure that we could just get the detail done so we could focus on the opportunities. And I think yeah. that when I, I think about, you know, what the highlights and the opportunities have been, you know, I'd love to talk about that because I think there's been some amazing things that have happened this year as well. Yeah, from, from adversity comes opportunity. The, the tournament draw has been redrawn and um, and we're looking ahead to, to 2022. How much excitement do you enter um, the, the coming months, 2022, with um, with this tournament on the horizon now? Yes, well, I think I know. I think about what happened this year, though. So since we've had that, uh, you know, Tokyo Olympic Games happened and the performance of the Black Ferns um, was just incredible. But most equally important, I think, was the incredible support that New Zealanders showed to watching that team. Uh, and as they went on to win gold at the Olympic Games, aside from the obvious victory, uh, New Zealanders really got to see and know some of the amazing personalities of the athletes in that Blackburn Sevens team, and to sense the mana of this incredible high-performance women's rugby stars. Um, and it's not hard to love them and to want to see the screens filled with them. You know, they're amazing role models for our children and ambassadors for our country. And I think it's a really fabulous insight into the best of women's rugby and that our tournament in Rugby World Cup 2021, it's the best of the 15s aside game. Uh, you know, we're going to welcome 12 of the world's best teams here from October to November next year, fighting it out to be crowned Rugby World Cup champions right here in New Zealand, you know, on our back doorstep. So it was a really great insight um, of, of what's to come and really exciting for the New Zealand sports fans in terms of the dynamism of the sport. Given that, you've, you've stated that you, you want to sell out at Eden Park on, on day one for the, the triple header. How confident are you that you can achieve that with the, the backdrop of what we've seen this year with the Olympics? Well, you know, I think that that's a, you know, it's a, it's a really good point that, um, you know, one of the things that we've seen is that um, that, that sell-up match for us, it means so much more than um, than just, you know, bums on seats. It's about a, it's a commitment to the women's game and the visibility of, you know, of female sport. Um, and through adversity, you know, comes an opportunity to celebrate success. And I think, you know, the Rugby World, the Black Ferns are five times Rugby World Cup winning champions. All of those titles have been won offshore. And this is going to be their first Rugby World Cup on home soil in front of a home crowd. And I think, you know, obviously for the sports fans that have followed the Northern um, Hemisphere Tour this year, you know, the Black Ferns didn't secure the best results. Um, but, you know, you can squarely put down the performance to the impacts of the global pandemic. Um, and an ability to secure those home and away matches. But Kiwis shouldn't be discouraged about that. And I think, in fact, um, for the sports fan, you know, they should be really excited. I think for, um, you know, for any sports-loving fan that loves a good comeback, the underdog, this is the horse to back, you know. Um, the pedigree of the Black Ferns, the history and the manner of the Black Jersey, you know, you wouldn't want to miss the opportunity to watch a single one of their Rugby World Cup matches. Um, and New Zealanders won't have to, you know, from the end of February... We'll have tickets back on sale for team and venue packs um, and a raft of corporate hospitality opportunities. And by coming up with that world record attempt on, on match day one, the reason we want to do that is we want to show the world, you know, come along and celebrate these female athletes. They're absolutely incredible. The performance of them in that environment's amazing. And the lineup of sport of matches on that day, you know, we've got South Africa versus France, Fiji versus England and Australia versus New Zealand all on the same day at Eden Park. So, you know, for your... If it's a kid's ticket, it's $5. For a, um, you know, adult's tickets from as little as $10. You know, to see all of that here on our doorstep, it's just really a no-brainer. Just finally, Michelle, what's the most exciting thing as we head into tournament year in, in 2022 for you? Uh, 
seeing it happen. I think, you know, we're, we're part of, um, you know, four major events happening here in New Zealand over the next two years for women's sport. The ICC Women's Cricket World Cups in March and, and April, they're going to go before us. And, you know, they've paved the way in terms of the deliberations around managed isolation and quarantine and how to get the teams into the country and then what events look like being delivered in, a, in an environment where COVID's now in the community. And, you know, when I think about women's sports and women's sport athletes, you know, it's an environment full of resilience and these sports stars have always been about resilience. So I think that, you know, having four major international women's sports events during, delivered during a global pandemic right here in New Zealand, um, just to see those in the, in the fact that they're happening, you know, should give New Zealand sports fans just a great sense of um, custodianship and responsibility to make sure that they're the best attended events in the world in terms of what we can deliver because very few people get to watch live sport at the moment um, and you know we will be delivering these in, to all the kind of legislative requirements around major events but they're going to happen and we're going to see incredible performances um, from the world's best teams right here on our doorstep and um, you know it's going to be an incredible moment in time. That's another edition of Rugby Direct over summer we'll be back with more soon in your podcast feed.